Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, we've got another former player uh, to speak to today. Uh, first of all, Jenna, mate, how are you? You all right? I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for asking. You don't know me asking. Ask me how I am, so call, call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yourself, Giles, all good? Yeah, all good. Yeah, we had a game yesterday. Went well. We beat Wrexham 3-1, so yeah. It was. Uh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good today. Good stuff. Now today's guest um, won won quite a bit in his uh, in his time. The Eredivisie once, Dutch League Cup four times, Scottish Premier League and the Scottish League Cup as well. Uh, delighted to be joined by Reggie Blinker. Hi, hi Reggie. You all right? Yes. Hi. Yes. I'm really good. Uh, I'm fine and uh, I'm happy to be here. Finally, yeah, Jamie. Because me and Jamie had a little. Uh, <laughs> A little over and uh, forth and back yep. uh, about a date, but we're here now. Great. It feel, feels like a dead, deadline day signing, a last minute signing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Good stuff, <laughs> good stuff. Now, uh, first of all, as everyone who listens to this podcast, they always know, I always like to start from the beginning. Um, now, you were born in Surin- Suriname, is that, is that Suriname, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I, mean, I, I had to look it up. I, I didn't know where it was. So I must, I must admit, northern part of South America. People that don't, that don't know. Now, how did you end up in Netherlands then? From cause that's a long way away. Yeah, it's, it's a long way, but it's uh, quite an, uh, it's quite a simple story because uh, Suriname was a colony of the Netherlands until 1975, and then they became independent. So. Um, in that time, there was a lot of people from Suriname traveling to Holland, right. mainly to get a better life. Yeah. And, uh, and my dad was one of them. Okay. So how, how old was you then when you, when you came over to, to Holland? I was a whole nine months old. <laughs> right. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, so basically you, you can't remember anything from, uh, from, from back there. No, I can't remember anything from back there, but I've been back quite a lot and, I think uh, not not every year, but I've been back really more than 15 times because it's it's also a country where you go back and you do a little holiday there or there's family yeah, yeah. there. So, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I know the country well. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, uh, so obviously I've touched on you know, before we before we start talking that you spent 10 years at, at Feyenoord. Um, was that the club that you that you joined as a as a kid then? Um, not, not really as a kid. I was, um, I think I was 16, 17 years old. And then, and then I was still playing for an amateur team. But, but uh, next to the amateur team, I was also playing for the Dutch, the young Dutch uh, national squad, the, like the, 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 the national team for the youth. And then, um, and then there, obviously, there's a lot of clubs there uh, watching and scouting. So at 17 years, I went to Feyenoord. And um, and then on that age, I also made my debut. Yeah, I'm just looking. 289 appearances for Feyenoord, 53 goals as well. Um, I mean, I was just looking at some of the players that you that you played with during your time there, like Ed De Hoy, Henrik Larsson, yeah. Ronald Koeman, uh, Johan Cruyff. Did you play with him as well? No, no? I missed Cruyff for two years. He was there two years before, and then uh, he just left, and Ruud Gullit just left, but. Um, but I've played with some uh, really, really good players there. Yeah, I mean, so Reggie, that's Reggie. That's two of us that haven't played with um, Cruyff then. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We've got that in common at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, do, do you look back fondly on your time at, at Feyenoord then? Yes, it was. I, I think, I think Feyenoord is a big part of of me being being a being a football player in those seventeen years, and. Um, uh, I even made it to the national team at three caps, and uh, and and I think um, even here in Rotterdam, I live near Rotterdam now still, and and uh, and, uh, and and people still talk to me about that time because it was also a time where we had we had a team where Feyenoord had um, how do you say it? real warriors in the team. We had John the Wolf with the big long hair. Yeah. We had uh, Hank Fre- Frank Fraser who was a big tackler. And and so we had some big personalities. We won the league as well in one of those years. So, yeah, for me, for me in Holland, even if I go to Amsterdam, uh, people see me as a Rotterdam guy, as a final guy. Yeah. And Reggie, did you did you learn English before you came to England? Then. Yeah, m- yeah, more or less in school. 
In school, nice. we had some English lessons, and I watched a lot of movies. <laughs> I learned a lot of uh, English as well, subtitling. But um, I think from going to Sheffield and also being in the UK after that, I, I, I learned uh, I learned the most there. Reggie, just a quick one. At your time at Feyenoord, you were there for 10 years, right? Played yes. with some unbelievable players. Who was the best player you played with? And I know that's yes. hard. I know that's really hard. Yeah, man, it's really hard. It's really hard. I would <laughs> say it, it, it depends a little bit because for me, there's two names. It's, it's Henrik Larsson and it's Ronald Koeman. But Ronald Koeman came in his, in his, uh, in his late days. So Later. he wasn't the Koeman of 92, but he was still fantastic with his passing and everything. And then Henrik, he, Henrik wasn't the Henrik Larsson when he went to Celtic because uh, at, at Feyenoord, he wasn't even a regular player and, okay. and he, was, he was still coming up. And, um, and, but, but, but after that, obviously, in, in Celtic, I played with, uh, with Henrik as well. And then I saw how he went from being... A good player to to a really different top, level. Top player, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I would say Henrik. Okay. I mean, yes. not a bad choice. Not a bad choice at all. No, no, no. <laughs> he can play. He can score a goal as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Feyenoord. Obviously, you said that you know you won the you won the title with with him in you know one of the years in the ten ten that you ninety three. Yeah. Now, with Feyenoord, a top side when you were. When you were there, obviously there's Ajax in there and there's PSV. Would you, know, would you say Feyenoord were, were up there at that, at that time? Yes, we we were we were up there with the top three. The always in the more or less always in the top three. But um, you have to realize that Ajax was at that time the guys were coming up and guys like Seydorf, Kluivert, Bergkamp, De Boer, and the, so they were in '95. They were the best Ajax of like. Or not all times, but like for a long time. So we had we we were we were unlucky that that generation was there. We played against them a lot, uh, uh, lost a lot of games against them. <laughs> but um, I would say we were always there in the top three: Feyenoord, Ajax, PSV. Yeah. And uh, and and that changed after a lot of years. Uh, that that Feyenoord did a little a little bit uh, worse than that. Can you remember your debut then for for Feyenoord? Yes, I can remember that quite well. It was uh, in eighty in March, eighty six, March eighty six, and then um, and then I came on for the for this uh, Danish player, and 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 I think I only had twenty minutes. But for me, it was like I was I was used to playing in the streets with my friends, and I was used to playing like against youth players. And 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 my my the, those were my real dribbling days where I just went on took on players and went past them to 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 force something, and I can remember from that I can remember from the debut that when I came on the pitch the coach said to me Wim Janssen, I don't know if you know the name but the coach said to me yep. just play like you always play don't don't have no fear and play like you always play. And and I just went and, and did a few things and the crowd just ah, and I was like, oh, okay okay this feels good. <laughs> were, you nervous, were you nervous then? Uh, yes, I was very nervous, yeah. very nervous. But from the moment he said that, I thought, yeah, I, they took me here for the things that I that I did, and then 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 I just tried to do that. But um, no, yeah. it was a it was a big big step for me, and uh, and I. Uh, I'll never forget it. Giles, can you, can, you relate, can you relate to that, Giles? What? Like the being nervous and, you know. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, on my debut, I was I was nervous. Yeah, I still get a bit nervous now when I get when I go to some games. It's, it's normal, right? If you don't have nerves, I think it's it's not it's not not right, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, I'm a confident player, but you, you still get that little buzz before a game. And I'm I'm 35 now, right? But I still get that buzz. Great. Reggie, I was yeah. going to say, when you went to Wensenland, did you have offers? Did you have any offers from anywhere else? Offers from anywhere else? Well, any, yes. Any other clubs? I don't know if you know if you, if you know about the story, but I, I went through this, well, little horrible uh, time when I just came to Sheffield. Then um, um, just before that, uh, at final, they said uh, they don't need me anymore. And uh, I was the black sheep of the team, which was, which was, 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 was a crazy thing to say because I wasn't. 
but I had to leave the club. And um, I got in touch with Udinese, yeah. which is an Italian side, Udinese. And, and uh, we, we talked in Amsterdam and I signed this written letter with a stamp of them. And I thought, I'm not sure if this is a real serious thing. So and then I went to Wednesday and, uh, and I was there. And after a few weeks, I realized it was serious because the FIFA came and uh, I got a ban. And, um, and also, I think I got a ban of four games or something. And then I also had to pay a fine. So this is like, a, I would say, a young player's mistake and where agents were involved and stuff. So, um, uh, and there was a few other clubs which I wasn't interested in. Uh, and, then, and then Sheffield came and I, uh, I went for it. Roger, two things, mate, right? So the first thing, like, when you came to Sheffield then, um, did you always want to play English football? And when you did come to Wednesday, did you actually hear about us? Like, joking aside about, oh, yeah, we've heard of the club. In Holland, at the time, had you heard of Sheffield Wednesday? Did you know it were a big club in, in England sort of thing? Yes, I knew. I knew it was. I, I think I knew all the names of the Premier League teams because I was I was checking that out, and I always saw that um, um, the attractive game of, of British football. Uh, I really liked that, and we we watched it here. Match of the day was like stand up. We watched that, <laughs> and then uh, and then Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, I knew the name, but I didn't know anything about the city. Not anything about you know um, um, how they play or whatever. So. Uh, uh, and then, and then when I when I when I went just before I came, I actually uh, uh, started reading a few things, and then heard a lot of information as well. And then, then, uh, and then, and then when I was there, it was it was obviously a very special, a very special time for me because um, uh, you know the, even now, even now we're speaking, but also uh, you know from fans and from people from Sheffield, it's. It's almost unreal because you don't realize that um, people people uh, uh, liked what you did so much that they still remember now. We're thirty year old and I've known your name my whole life, sort of thing. It's been yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The time Wednesday even finished seventh. Wednesday finished seventh in Premier League, our highest ever finish. So, and, and yeah. the thing is, Reggie, I'm not I'm not from Sheffield, right? I'm from London, but I know I know your name so well because I used to play uh, like Championship Manager. Do you remember yeah. the, the the game on the computer? And I used to yeah. always sign you. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie yeah, Baker, great. yes. Transfer bid. And I used to always yeah. sign you, honestly. Because I'm an Arsenal fan, you see. So I used to always try and sign you for Arsenal. So yeah, I've always yeah. known you for a long time. So you're you're, you're well liked, believe me, well liked. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good to hear. And even even if I go to if I go to England, then people, I'm really surprised that people recognize me. Obviously, the hair is gone and everything. <laughs> we'll get on to that but, in a minute. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's good. For me, For me, it's something, it's something special because this Premier League, playing in the Premier League is not for everyone. And even though it was different in that time, uh, it was still a hard league to go and play in. Yeah. And play yeah. against midfielders like Paul Ince and played against Men U in that time. So it was no joke. It was really yeah. no joke. Now, how did, <laughs> what, how did the deal all, all come about then, Reggie? Like, so obviously David Pleat was a manager at the time and who, who signed you, but yeah, how, did, how did it all come about that they were, they were interested in you? Yes, well, I, I, think, I think it was, um, uh, it was my agent actually who came because there was a... As a player, it's always too long when you don't have a club. So you want to leave, but there's no club. So it's always too long. So I was thinking it's taking too long, taking too long. And then my agent said, there's interest from a club in the Premier League. It's Sheffield Wednesday. Do you want to, would you like to go? I said, yeah, yeah, of course. Let's, let's go. I want to do it. So we went there. And then I don't know if it was kind of um, set up, but... I had to, before I signed, I had to do like a, a, a training game. So we were training. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they want to see if I'm not injured or, or, or whatever yeah. it is. But I was really confident because I knew, I knew I could play. So we, yeah. did, we did like maybe half an hour, one, one training game. And then after that, I got showered. I went to the office and signed the contract. I mean, was it a big decision for you to come to the UK, obviously, for the for the first time to play. I mean, did you, did you come over? Did you have a wife, girlfriend at the time or? Yes, I did. I was 26. So um, you have to imagine that 
26 years, and then and then from 10 years playing for Feyenoord, yeah. it was, and I played in Europe quite a lot as well. It was okay for me to make a move. I was ready. I think I was ready to make the move mentally, physically. Uh, I was ready, I think. Yeah. So it wasn't that big for me. But once I started to realize, even with the crowds and the teams were playing against, the players you play against, then I realized that this is a lot bigger than I expected. Well, it's not only the players you played against, it's some of the players you played with as well, you know, like yeah. Kevin Pressman, Des Walker, Benito yeah. Carbone, David Ernst, yeah. you know, just, just, just to name a few. Like They, they were quality players, weren't they? Absolutely. And even Chris Waddle was still there. Yeah. And I liked I liked Chris a lot because he was he was he was uh, an older player, but I could see that uh he was trying to help me in every way he can, even on the pitch and even with, with, with these new things that you have to that you have to learn um about the British game, the physical side and stuff like that. I bet it took, so, I bet, um, I bet it took you for a few pints after after a few games, you know. <laughs> Uh, I can't talk about that. But, uh... <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, so the thing is, Reggie, like now, so I, the the thing about this, so we went to, we played Morecambe last weekend, last Saturday, and the, the fact that Wednesday are playing teams like Morecambe, it's crazy, like, but in the league, but Kevin, it was there, like Chris Waddley's there, and there's a lot of players that have come that just turn it, like Giles here, he's, uh, he's from London, supported Arsenal, played for Wednesday, and now he's a Wednesday fan, and there's it, it, just something about when you play for club that like you don't really forget about him, isn't there? And I think no. that's a lot of the things is the fans and like you were remembered. My dad said you were just remembered for the effort you put in. Yes, yes. Well, that's that, that's the thing. I think what helped me a lot was, and it's for every player, was my debut. And yes. then if, if, yeah. if the debut was fantastic against Aston Villa, and um, uh, I remember, I remember that 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 day very well. Uh, uh, I didn't expect to play, and Pleat just said, "Yeah, Reggie, you're playing." And um, thank God and, he did. What's that? Thank God you did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for me, it was, if I look back at that debut, I think that I, I had that same feeling about just go out and play and, 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 do, and do what you always do. And, um, and I, it felt like I can remember it was Ekiok in the, the first goal. It was Ekiok, the big, tall defender. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was a smaller defender. I can't remember his name. Okay. Stone, you go Alan Stone, was it? No, I don't know. He was a light skin, a light skin, smaller defender. No, James, James, play it, play it. I've I've dug out the commentary, so I'll uh, I'll I'll just play the uh, this little clip for you now. It will be interesting to see what this player's got in store for us this evening. Play with Briscoe on the left, and that ball goes down to debut boy Linker. Keeps possession, does well, subs off the tackles. He's one way, then the other. I say, what a quality goal. What an incredible goal by Reggie Blinker on his debut for Sheffield Wednesday. By any standards, that was oh, a quality goal. The, the, the <laughs> now it's changed. Yeah. The then. <laughs> hey, the comment, but the commentary sounds like it's from 1960. Yeah, there's another guy. The next commentary goes. Can't find a way through. We'll come to Blinker. Oh, first time volley. First time strike. His first goal was exquisite, and that was almost equal to it. Comes kindly for him, first time. Bosnich stretching at it, couldn't get there. Sounds like you, James. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, you're right, Reggie. It does sound like it's like it's from 1960s that commentary, but uh, but no, that that your first goal, that mazy run that you that you made, and and everything. I've, you, you've already alluded to the fact that you know when you were at final that's that's what you did you just got the ball and and uh and ran with it you know and and obviously we saw that in your in your first game that's right that's right so no that was that was so fantastic and i um i remember that after that after that it was it was uh i mean after a start like that you get you get a lot of reactions from the fans but also your players i i, I played with des walker and des is not, I would say he's not the easiest guy to play with, but and even against him, it's uh, it's it's really hard. But he's he's a he's a, I think he was a he was a real professional, uh, a hard English professional guy. And I remember all the guys were coming after the goals. They were coming to me as uh, 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 to cheer together and everything. And he waited, and then 
he came as one of the last ones and he gave me like two two fists in the air and I was so happy about it. And I thought, oh, he appreciates me. Oh, it's good. I'm good. I'm in. I remember Reggie, that. What was it like? What was it like? What was it like scoring two goals on your debut? Two good goals like that, but losing three two. Yes, yes, that was the disappointing thing in the ter- in terms of. Um, you know, if you win the game, it's an extra thing, this extra thing of scoring two goals and winning the game. But um, uh, it was it was, it was was disappointing that we lost. But then, on the other hand, I felt like, okay, I, 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 I've, showed, I've showed something here. So yep. I've got a good chance of staying and going on in this team. And then and, and, uh, I, I, was, I was happy. I was happy for my performance. And then, obviously... Uh, uh, the next thing was we, we we lost the game. I don't I don't know. It felt really, how do you say, contradictive. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, also, I've, I've already mentioned his name. You know, Carl Bone. Um, he was something special, weren't he? And I think from people we've we've spoke to as well. Before Di Canio came, which also we'll get onto we'll get onto a bit and how that came about. But um, obviously, people have said that Carl Bone at the time it was it was quite quiet. Um, would you would you say that was that was right? Yeah, that's right. But Benito was quiet in the beginning because he because he, his English wasn't that good. Yeah, and and he he's a he's a proud Italian and, and he um, I think he, he didn't he didn't want to make too many mistakes talking and then maybe we would start laughing or whatever. But I remember that Orlando trustful me and and Benito were quite close and um, we helped him with the first words and everything. Uh, and then in the end, we started talking and cracking jokes. The best thing of Benito was that every training, he came in a suit with a tie and a different <laughs> suit every day. Really? He came suit, tie, everything nice and neat to the, to the, to the training ground. And we were just laughing in track suits and, and stuff like that. But that was fantastic. Italian That's style. Mad. Yeah. What, what was... Um... You know what? What was what was the manager like? You no, know, sorry, I forget who it was now. Pleat, David, David Pleat. Yeah. Pleat. Yeah. What what would David Pleat like as a as a manager then? Um, I would say he was he was uh, he was obviously uh, he was quite a good manager, but but he was also uh, a little nervous, and it looked like it looked like he was always uh, aware aware of anything going on that that wasn't good for the players or wasn't good for the team. Um, the one thing I remember about him is that in the end, I started playing less for the team. Mm. And, uh, and, and he said, he said to me, he said, uh, that I, I didn't have enough stamina. Yeah. You don't have any stamina, Reggie. You don't have stamina. <laughs> and then, and then, and then at one point he said to me, um, so he wanted me to go running in the hills with a different coach running in the hills to get more stamina. And the other guys were just like in training, freewheeling, playing games and everything. And I remember that I refused to do it because I didn't think it was fair. I thought that if he, if he thought that I didn't have enough stamina, he should have given me that on the pitch with the guys there and not taking me apart and go running in the hills. Um, apart from that, um, I'm really happy that he signed me uh, in those years and um, he, he said. He also said, you, "You remember that there could only be two foreign players in the team really? at that time." Right. Yeah. So, so he said. He said, uh, "As Sheffield Wednesday, they couldn't afford to have two luxury players playing in the team, two foreign luxury players." And then Benito started playing more and more, and I uh, and I finished. But I liked him. I liked him. He was he was okay to me. What what was like on the on the training ground? Was he was was he hands on or was he kind of just in the in the office like his coaches? No, um, I would say he was 60, 40. 60 in the office and forty on the pitch. We had Peter Shreves. Peter yeah. Shreves, he was the field coach, so he was doing a lot of training and uh, and all the football stuff. Yeah. Now, so who, I think you've already touched on it, but who, who made you like the most welcome um, when you when you signed? Then was it? Would you say it was? You know, was trustful there when you uh, when you signed? No, trustful just signed just after me. Okay, but but I was there in the beginning. I was um, I was I was uh, um, um, after training. I, I went I went with with uh, what's it with Des 
Des Walker took me to his house in Nottingham. He had a flat in Sheffield. He took me there. He showed me the Jamaican food, which is quite similar to uh, Suriname food with the rice and beans and chicken. And, and um, uh, so I liked, I liked that a lot. Um, and when Orlando came, obviously I was with Orlando every day, more or less eating at his home. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I was out there. Because in, in, in the end, not in the end, I think, after a few months, I was there by myself and uh, my, my family was still in Holland. So I was there by myself and I just went to Orlando and his wife and they were cooking and I uh, was eating there. Did you, did you live in Sheffield then? Yes, I, live in, I lived in Sheffield in, I think it was called Devonshire Gardens. All right, okay. And it was in this posh area where all the other yeah. football players was living. Okay. Do you yeah. know what it's called? It's near Eccleston yeah, yeah. Road. Near Eccleston no. Road. Oh, it was like doorway. No, 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 no. Eccleston Road is, is like where the... Oh, the bars yeah, I think it, Devonshire's like... It's like... Oh, Giles, Sorry, Giles, Giles, Giles has not paid for his Wi-Fi again. Giles has Wi-Fi bill again. <laughs> what, what did hey, you say, Devonshire. I'm thinking about Devonshire Green. Oh, right. That's no, it. No, no. No, I don't think... I don't Devonshire, think Devonshire Green. No, no, no. I think it was door. I think it's Devonshire. Devonshire door. door. For it's sure. Door. It's door. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's I, door I, I, and I, then... I've not got that much money, so I don't know where all these posh places are. I'm from, <laughs> I'm from, I'm from Rotherham, Reggie, so, uh, you know... I don't, okay, I don't... <laughs> okay. No, but it's not important. It was in Doha and it was in Sheffield and I lived there great. Reggie, I, I, I also played with Des right at the end of his career uh, when I was at Mansfield. Oh, my God. <laughs> Giles. You you you're freezing, Giles. You freeze for a minute. Giles. You played sorry, the desert J- J- Jamie, Jamie's passing his Wi-Fi to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> hey. So, no, so I was you just saying. Was, yeah. Ooh. Oh, he's gone now. Oh dear Ooh. me. What yeah. is wrong with Giles? I've no idea. Right, he'll, he'll log back in. He'll log back in, Reggie. But um, yeah, it's before we even carry on about it. Now I want to say another thing. So when you come to Wednesday. When you were playing at Wednesday, um, everybody always goes on about the fans. Um, and you know what you're told to say. Oh, listen, Wednesday fans are the best. Wednesday fans are this. Wednesday fans are that. But you personally, what what were it like first time you stepped out at Hillsborough? And stepping out in front of the fans, the high or silver lining. What were it like stepping out in front of everyone and just seeing the atmosphere? Feel, did it make you feel like there was, there was really a 12th man on the pitch? Yes, it did. It did. Because... Um... Uh, what I didn't realize is that the 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 uh, the cities that that have that have their own their own crowd and and of course Sheffield uh, uh, like like it felt like the whole of Sheffield were there to support their local team and this is in Holland this is a little bit different in Holland this some you can live in Amsterdam and be a Rotterdam supporter so um, uh, uh, the the passion the passion that I felt there was 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 different than than I was used to. I mean at final they're passionate as well. But this was a different passion. This 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 felt more like a passion for the game and also a passion for the players to perform. And um yeah I I, I will I'll always remember that because it was quite soon that even the the, the fans came out with the wigs and and stuff yeah. like that, and I, I I never had that in all of those years at Feyenoord. So and I came across things I never imagined. Yeah, Look man, that's fantastic. Yeah. What a photo! We're showing the photo of everyone in wigs. I was going to ask you a question, Reggie. What what, what do you think's better, the Sheffield United fans or Giles Cook's Wi-Fi? What do you think? I have to answer Jamie. that the next time I'm on. <laughs> Yeah, you, you've just touched on on the wigs and everything. Obviously, you were you were you were like remembered, obviously for for your hair, for your, for the dreadlocks and and things like that. And and when you know when you when you found out that the shop was selling the uh, the dreadlock wigs, how did that make you feel? You know. Yes, yeah, but that's that that's the thing. You 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 start feeling like a proper hero, and and of course, I was used to something at Feyenoord, but. Um, um, coming there, it's just a, there's just a different passion in British fans totally than uh, comparing to Dutch fans. And I don't know exactly what it is, but it is it's it's um, it's a special feeling. And this is also playing in the Premier League, 
playing for your for playing for your fans just gives that 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 extra push and uh and uh, there's no way that you can there's no way that you can like uh hold back a little bit on the pitch or 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 take it easy on the pitch you just want to go 200% and um, Reggie, what what Reggie, what I'm going to say mate sorry to say what I'm going to say mate is when you look at the a lot of people envy the english game i lived in yes. spain in, in the winter i used to live in spain in the winter and I'd be around a lot of Real Madrid fans where I lived, and every Sunday they get ninety thousand of their home ground or whatever. But then, on the away the away matches, they're getting flights for nine hours, and it's a Sunday night, and then they have work Monday morning, things like. That. It's when you watch English football, you always see the fans behind the net, the away fans, the away fans traveling numbers. When you watch German, Dutch, Spanish, you don't you don't see the away fans. If they do, they're right in the corner, no any other goal. Basically, when you watch match a day, you love watching it. You love seeing the away fans behind the net cheering if they score and things like that. When you come to England, when you played, say at Villa, you see the Wednesday fans behind the net and you're scoring. You're in front of the away fans, but you're away. You're in front of the Wednesday fans, but you're away from home, and you don't yeah. get that a lot in other countries, do you? No, that's uh, that's correct. You don't get it a lot. You get you you get it, but but it, not like that. I don't know if there's if there's a big difference between the Premier League then and the Premier League now. Of course, the quality went up and everything, but in terms of the fans, I would say that it's 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 right up there. I can't I can't say it's the best, but it's the, um, it was it, it was probably for me the most intense because it was the fans who were there, passionate and the quality of the game. So it was the combination of both. Yeah, now uh, when you when you type in Reggie Blinker on YouTube, there's one clip that comes up at the at the, at the top, and I think you probably know what what I'm gonna which one I'm gonna say. So no. it's, it's when we, it's when we play Arsenal. And, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Arsenal, he, that, that that's Jal's team, right? That's my team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Ian, Ian Wright. Right. Ian Wright gives you a bit of a bit of a tug of the hair. Do you want to? Uh, yes. The clip's only short, but what happened there? I think what happened is that um, I was, uh, I would say I was, I was quite on the pitch. I could, I, I always had a little bit of a mouth and uh, always talking to the defenders and stuff. And, and um, uh, because I didn't know the players really well, I, I was up against uh, Merson, Paul Merson, the right back. Okay. And, and, sorry? Paul Merson, the right back, did you say? Yeah, is that right or not? No, no, he's, he's um, centre mid. Played more like in the midfield, more attacking. But there was a right back, uh, uh, the the a blonde, the blonde hard Lee one. Dixon? So, Lee, Lee Dixon, Lee Dixon, Lee Dixon. Yeah. That's it. Lee Dixon. That's yeah. it. Lee Dixon. And oh no, Paul Merson is not. Uh, no, no, no. Lee Dixon. So we yeah. had, Reggie. Had some, come on, we had some players like, come on. <laughs> we, we had some rich, uh, going, <laughs> getting back and forth, but. Ian heard that, and I think that he was trying to support Lee in the little things that we had. And I thought he, I think he thought I had a big, a bit of a big mouth. So then he came to shut it up in his way. Yeah. What did you do in return? I saw Reggie. I watched the video. It was a video. It was Ian Wright, and he was, he was watching the game back, and he was like, "Oh, why did I do that? Oh, sorry, Reggie. Sorry. Can you, you seen I've that? I've seen that." I've seen that, but I played. I played with him after that at Celtic. When I was at Celtic, he came to Celtic. First thing he said when he out? came into the dressing room, Did you knock him he, out? Said, <laughs> he said, "Sorry, Reg, sorry, man." And then he gave me an hug, and then that was it. But I had, I had too much respect for him as well. Such a big player, but um, that's all finished. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what did you do after then? That when it, when it happened, what did you? I mean, how how far into the game was it? I don't I don't even know when it when it happened. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I remember that I didn't react to it. Right, I didn't okay. react to it. I think part of it was out of respect of who he was. If if that had happened to Jamie, Jamie would have got a red card. I'm telling you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have turned around and lamped. he around and lamped him one. <laughs> and he got two red cards, two red cards, and a yellow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in your whole career, no, no I would have got that if, I, if they'd have done oh, that to right. my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, in my career, my career, I only, I only got one booking. Um, that's when I was playing for England under twenty ones. But when I when I got offered to play, <laughs> we're you laughing at. Can I, look I up, can I look it up on Google? <laughs> no, 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 it's not on Google anymore. It's not on anymore. So um, 
<laughs> the thing is, Reggie, when I went when I went to sign for Barcelona, they didn't want me knowing about ah. the England, so they took it off Google. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Dreamer, Reggie, you know you've got these dreamers. He's a dreamer. And, and then, yeah, and yeah, then Reggie, and then I woke, and then I woke up, and then I woke up and had to go to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, and Giles, one, I have one question for you. You're 35 now. Yeah, I'm 35. Yeah, and still playing. Thanks, thanks for reminding me. Thank you very much yes, for reminding yes, me. Yes, you said it. So, so how long ago you keep playing? You think? I don't know. As long as, as long as the legs can keep going, I think. I love football, you know, Reggie. I'm a big football fan, but at the same at the same time, I'm I'm honest, and you know, if if I know that I'm not up to the speed, then it's time to it's time to hang the boots up, should we say? But yeah. I feel good. I'm, I'm the captain. The manager's given me a lot of trust, and you know, I really appreciate it. So he, he thinks that I can still still do a job. So hopefully, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll take we'll take it year by year. But I'm really enjoying my football, even nice. at 35. You know, and yes. that's the main thing. So I'm not the same player as I was when I was 24, 25. No. Obviously, it's normal. But like I said, I still feel like I can I can offer something. And yeah. if I can, if, if I think that I can still offer something, and the manager still believes in me, then I still play. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Play till you drop. Yeah, man, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I like it. Giles, Reggie, what age did you retire? I, I retired at 33, and then this was like the the doctor. I was at Sparta Rotterdam, and the, the and then I, I went through the through the knee. Like, how do you say that? Um, I don't know how you say it, but it's the the the, the part the between the. Was like that? a cruciate, like a cruciate, and I think so. The the bone, the bone marrow between the knees, okay. and he said, he said to me, if you want to play tennis with your son when you're forty, you have to stop playing today. So that was because it. Because that bad. Straight away, yeah, man. Thirty-three. Yeah, Giles, you yeah, you're asking, or you're talking about Des Walker before your internet just did one. So I just, I just yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I was just saying because so when I first signed my professional contract, I was eighteen. Uh, and I signed for Mansfield, and I don't know. You, I don't. Did, did Reggie play with Colton Palmer? No, no. He, he no, just he just left. He just left. Okay, so Colton Palmer signed me. He was the manager at Mansfield. So Colton and Des were were were, were close friends. Yeah. So I don't know how old Des was. I think Des must have been about 36, 37. Uh, and he he signed for Mansfield the same time I signed for Mansfield. So we played, I think I played one season with Des, but Des took me under his wing and he was, uh, at 36, 37, he still had passion and, and, and desire to, he was a winner. Yeah. No doubt he was a winner. And I, could, I can't imagine what he was like when he was 24, 25. He must've been a hell of a player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there was always that song, weren't there? You know, you'll never beat Des Walker. And I think I was, I was listening, listening to someone else that was talking, saying that he always picked up whoever the Pacey, Pacey striker was. He was like, I'm having him. You know what I mean? Because he he wanted to keep up that uh, that persona of you know of, of being you know the one that no, no one ever got past kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. and especially with the pace, he always liked to compete people with pace. Always yeah. did that, but he was fast even in his old days. He was really yeah, fast. Yeah, no, he was, he was a really good guy, Reggie. Really good guy. Yeah. So yeah. who was who was the best player at Wednesday, Reggie? Who was the best player played with? I. I think in the end it was Benito Carboni. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't he, forget he anyone. Class. No, no. You might, Benito you might have forgot was... someone, Reggie. Have a think, just in case. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, Benito. No, Benito. we played with we played with some respectable guys: Peter Atherton, Ian Nolan, um, 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 uh, Andy Andy Booth in as a striker. John Newsom, yeah. the big. So they were they were good at what they were doing, but when it comes to football, I mean, real technical yeah. and, and technical passes football, and things like was, that, was top. Then it's Carboni for me. Yeah. yeah now, yeah, yeah. when you when you left Sheffield Wednesday, um, obviously you went to Celtic, and and that was in a in a swap deal, weren't it, with uh, with Paolo Di Canio? Obviously, Di Canio came from Celtic, and you went you went the other way to Celtic. Now, how, how did? Was that something that you that you had a say in, or was it kind kind of like, look, this is what's happening? Um, you know, you're, you're off to Celtic, kind of thing. Yes, but you have to realize the guy who, who, who uh, took me to Feyenoord when I was 17 is the same guy who, who went to Celtic and took me to Celtic. But for me, it never was a swap deal. 
because it wasn't it wasn't I don't I don't think it was fair to swap me with the Kanye. So I was I came to Celtic and then there were people thinking that I was the replacement of the Kanye and uh, I had to be at least as good as him and stuff like that. So in my in my opinion, it was never a swap deal. I what? just went for Celtic and they and they uh, and they went for him. Reggie, what was the reason why you left Sheffield Wednesday? Was it just because you wanted a fresh start or was the manager, you fell out with the manager or did something happen? Yeah, I wasn't playing anymore. I wasn't playing uh, regularly anymore. Okay. Um, was, it still, was it still David Pleat? Yes. Okay. It was still Pleat. I wasn't playing as a regular anymore. And in that time, a club like Celtic with my old coach comes to say, we want, we want to get Reggie. Then of it course, was one and one is two and I'll go then. Because I wasn't playing. To be honest, to be honest, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying this honestly. I think I should have stayed because I could have come back into come games back. and stuff like that and stay in the Premier League. You yeah. know, I, I just left the Premier League, which is which is something. Once you're there, you should stay and uh, you know and keep trying. But um, you know, it went another way. How I mean, many years were you at Sheffield Wednesday for? I think it was a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. That was it. Yes. Now, uh, you, you mentioned at the, at the top, obviously, you mentioned your three uh, caps for for, for for Holland. Now, uh, obviously, you, you, you're playing a 6 0 win uh, against San Marino uh, in, in the World Cup qualifiers, and then there's a the, the game against uh, Norway as well. I mean, just looking at some of the plays that you played played there, uh, played with there, and you're. Obviously, Ed Hoyer, you played with at Feyenoord. You know there was Wim Yonk. That one stands out. Obviously, Wim Wim Yonk uh, came to play for came to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, yes. After that, and then um, just just a little, a little name in uh, Dennis Burkamp that you that you played yeah. with. So I mean, the, yeah. the, the the Dutch side then was was a real good side again, weren't it? Yes. So that I'm, I'm uh, because of that, I'm extra proud. I'm extra proud that I uh, I, I came into that team because. We also had. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can still hear. Yeah. We also we also had guys like Frank Reichardt, Kuman. They mm-hmm. were also there. The Boer, all those kind of players were in that squad, and then it was really hard to get in. But um, uh, uh, that was that was a, a, a totally different level. I was 23, and then I played a few games, a lot of games for Feyenoord. But then playing for the national team was a totally different level and a totally different experience. I mean, well. I, I'm guessing that was like a dream come true, weren't it? You know, 23 year old getting the call up to play for the national side. I mean, can you can you remember when you when you found out that you were playing for for Holland? Yes, I remember that. I remember that I came home after a Sunday game. I came home and we were watching the television like a some like a match of the day and then in Holland. And then I actually heard it on television. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't even and I thought it was a joke at first, but I heard it on television and I think a few minutes after that, uh the the the, the coach called me, Dick Advocat, he called me and said, uh, you're in the squad. So it was a bit it was a bit strange, but really special. And you have to realize in that time. Feyenoord had four or five players in the national team squad, which was quite so, special. So I bet that, I was about to say, what, what was it like when you joined up with the squad? But I'm guessing the fact that you had five teammates in there, so I suppose it just felt felt quite, I don't want to say normal, but it felt quite welcoming, I guess. Yes, you know, it did, it did. And also the players that you played against, yeah, I don't, I don't, there's, you know, there's a big rivalry, but again, Feyenoord against the Ajax, big, um, yeah, yeah, uh, big like the big, uh, against each other. But the players, the players are not, because you come together with the national team and then we're like and your friends. friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're friends. And, uh, and, and, and that made, that made me feel welcome as well. So guys like Aaron Winter and Frank Reichardt, they, they made me feel, uh, welcome straight away. So, the, so, the, so in the, in the Dutch side at the time, there was no, no divide, even mm-hmm. even though there was, you know, like you said, five five from five. You know, you, you, everyone kind of mixed together, or or was it kind of like you went one way, they went another way, kind of thing? No, no, no. Everyone mixed together because you have to perform together. Yeah. You have to perform together, so you mix up together and 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 um, you know, uh, helping each other would would get the performance up, uh, obviously, but. This this general that generation was really was really special. And there was a lot of Ajax 
and, and I'm proud that there was a big a big uh, portion of final plays in that one as well. So when you, when I think you it's play- a bit similar to sorry James, yeah. I think it's a bit similar to like Spain. You know when you had Ramos, Busquets, you know from Real Madrid and Barcelona, obviously big rivalry there. But when they come together as Spain, look look how Spain performed, right? Yeah, like there was no rivalry in the camp because they went on to be the best team for many years. So I think that's right. It, 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 like you said, it doesn't really players wise doesn't really matter. I think it's more the fans which which really you know make it such a really bad rivalry. Uh, yes. Final than Ajax. Yeah, and the play, and the players go the players go along as soon as of there's course, a game against. They go along. They've got the passion and the, but I mean, like you said, when they're playing for their national team, they've got to come together and to perform together and win together. Yes. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I just think it's it's very similar. Like you're saying that absolutely just, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, you, you you never played in a in a Steel City derby against against Sheffield United during during your time, but obviously, I'm guessing you played in a lot of lot of derbies when you was at, at Feyenoord. I mean, what what were they like to play to play in? You know, what you know, obviously one of the biggest games in in Holland, isn't it? Really? Yes. So Feyenoord uh, Ajax is like we, we call it the we call it the classic. Um, 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 literally, we say it's the classic. So because it's Rotterdam, Amsterdam, and uh, it, a derby for us is like uh, two teams. Well, everywhere, two teams from one city. Yeah. So we played against Sparta, which is also Rotterdam, but Feyenoord was always stronger than Sparta. But playing against Ajax was the big game. Yeah. And um, well, especially say, especially I, Reggie, because Ajax were the, probably the best team, right? That's the thing. So they were the, they were very strong then. Yes, but they won they won the they won the European Cup in '95. So yeah. this is the period that we had to play against them. They were all after we played after that they all went to be world class players. How See, many Dorf times did Clyde you play them? The, what's that? How many times did you play them? Uh, I played I played uh, in 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 the ten years I must have played them around fifteen times. And did, did you come on top more? No, 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 I don't want to talk about it. It's giving me a no. Nah, it's it's a, we we lost too much too many games against them. Yeah, I mean uh, that the player I just touched on, Dennis Burkamp. How old was he when when you played with him? Was he was he only young then when he uh, when you played with him in the, in the Dutch? No, well, no, I think I, I think I think yeah, I think Dennis is uh, like one year younger than me or same age. All right, okay. Was he obviously he was you know he obviously went on to play for Arsenal and what have you and. The rest is history, you know, with with him. But you know, was he was he as good? You no, know, when you played with him, was could you see the the talent that was that were there? Yes, no, you could see that quite quite early when he made his debut. You could see the touch and you could see the feel. It was like you know, he's a stylish player, and uh, and and you could see that uh, from an early start. And then and and there was no doubt about it. And it was just a matter of time for him to go to another league and to go and play a high level. Yeah. So he was he was always class from the start. Now now before we uh before we wrap it up, Reggie, I mean what what are you doing now then? So obviously since you've since you've retired, what 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 you what are you filling your time with? Yes. So um in 2006 I started a media company called Life After Football. And um we started off with a magazine, and after that it was a website also. Then we started to do events, and now as we're uh, 15 uh, around 15 years later, we're still doing life after football, and we create content with football players. So um, uh, we do uh, like stylish fashion shoots and things like that. But we also do sporty events like a foot golf event or uh, a football tournament between uh, companies, and then we mix them up with football players. So there's always a mix of football players and brands companies. Where we create content somewhere there in the middle. Hey boy, you, and, um, you fancy going to Holland then in a couple of weeks' time? Reggie, put, put my name down. Put my name down, Reggie, for the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reggie, cool. Reggie, like doing a Reggie put Giles' names. Put Giles' names down because he's only going to watch a jazz band. Two people <laughs> swimming. Four people playing cricket in, in India. Seventeen people in Ethiopia. He's not got enough to do, but he'll do it tomorrow, though. He'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there, Reggie. I'll be there. No problem. You can get Giles. It's no problem. We like to make content with players and ask them about their life and life after football. You can can get Giles some fashion tips as well, Reggie, mate. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Reggie, a quick one before you go. 
I also played with a player that you probably know of, Royston Drentner. Yes. Where did you we play actually, with him? He was at Sheffield Wednesday. So I played with Royston. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, still, I still keep in contact with Royston as well. Really yes. good guy. Really nice fantastic guy. And what, guy. And what a career he had as well, by the way. No, he's a fantastic guy. He's, he's, I think Holland in Holland, we love him. And the good thing about Royston is he made a few mistakes financially. He met, but That's why Giles gets home with him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's so honest about it that everybody accepts it. And he's yeah. still actually playing. You know that, Giles? Is he still playing? He's playing. He's playing in the Spain, oh, he's, yeah, in the because... third division, captain. And he's playing there. Sounds good like you, that, Giles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be me next season. I might give him a call and tell him, come and get that's me. That's it. They'll sign you there. Easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, Royce. Tell him yourself, that. Giles. Giles, if you're still in contact with him, tell him yourself. I know I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Reggie, uh, I've enjoyed it. I'm sure. Uh, Jamie and Giles have as, as well, and I'm sure all the listeners have enjoyed hearing from you. Obviously, it's been been quite a while since uh, since obviously last last played for Sheffield Wednesday, but you're still in all our all our you know all our memories. Like we've said, everyone everyone knows who you are, and in my heart, yeah, you're in my heart. Like I said, we, we you know me and Jamie, my, our first our first memories are when we got relegated out the, out the Premier League. So. I, you know, I can't remember I can't remember you playing for Sheffield Wednesday, but uh, but obviously, I'd, you know. I've seen all the videos and things like that, and it's been great to, to to actually speak to you today. Superb, superb. I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot as well, and um, hopefully I can come back. Uh, but um, uh, I, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I'm, I'm going to say it. I I will have to come to Sheffield Wednesday to come and see a match and 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 feel feel again what it's like over there. So yeah, I've had it, and I will do. Reggie, when you come over, like. I said this to every player because you're, you, I didn't watch you play, but most players we have on, they all used to come over to me when they scored goals and say, I'm going to live with you in the future. Whereas I never met you. So so when you do come, don't you don't have to come for long. Just come for two or three years or something. You can live with me. We'll, we'll go to the games. We'll go to the games and then you can go back to Holland in 2027, something like that. You're always welcome. Do you have any pets in the house? I have a dog, but it depends. Because if Jose, maybe Jose might be staying over. So we'll have to... We'll have to see, Jose Semedo stays a lot, so we'll have to see him. We'll have to see when I'm when I'm free. <laughs> I okay. have a dog, but you love the dog. I'll think about it, but I will come over. And I enjoyed this a lot, guys. Uh, really good. Thanks a lot. And take out take out the mistakes I made, Paul Merson and stuff like that. No, they're take staying them, in. They're staying in, Reggie. They're staying in. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you uh, so Reggie. much, brother. Top, top man, class. top man, Reggie. Really nice to meet you. Giles, yes. all the best, there. Eh? Thank you very much, Reggie. Jamie, thanks. James, Thank you, you Reggie. Later. Keep in touch, Reggie. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yes, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.